This is the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast. I'm Graham Shelby. I work in the mayor's office. One of the keys to keeping the city's economy going strong is growing the tech sector of the economy. We have, at any given time, around 100 job openings in this sector, and we need more people to fill those. Code Louisville is a public-private partnership that offers free software coding classes. Mayor Fisher and his team helped create Code Louisville, and the program has grown and now has a sizable waiting list even. Today, we're talking with Ryder Rodriguez of Kentuckiana Works. He helps oversee the Code Louisville program, and Tina Maddox, a Code Louisville graduate. They spoke with Mayor Fisher about the program and what it does for the city. Ryder, tell us a little bit about how Code Louisville came about. Sure. So um, a few years ago, uh, we were hearing a lot from the employer community, uh, just really uh, describing what a tremendous need there was for software developers. It was, you know, it's hard to find them anywhere, um, let alone uh, find them here. Um, you know, we have a bunch of great developers, great developer community, but it just wasn't big enough. So we're looking to see what we could do to to grow that exponentially. Um, at the same time, software boot camps starting to come come about. The massively open online courses were coming about. Uh, so we worked with our uh, uh, often time collaborators, the community college, to put together a program named Code Louisville uh, to seek to accelerate learning for individuals. You know, so pack in the two year associate degree into nine months. We did that, and then we just re- <clears throat> we just realized that um, it was a lot of effort. And after nine months, we got eight people out of it. So we went back to the drawing board and figured out, you know, th- that wasn't going to close the gap. So we came across a fantastic program called Treehouse um, that the library purchased a community-wide license for uh, thanks to a uh, contribution. And we decided to experiment a little bit, take the online curriculum and wrap a support system around it. So it's not just you on your own toiling away at home, you know, and when life gets too, too tough, you know, you kind of reprioritize because nobody else is looking over your shoulder. Um, and we also wanted to, to help you to continue learning because sometimes, you know, when you're learning something new and you don't have that support system, you don't have an obvious person to go ask a question of. So we said, Hey, you know, if we wrap all these things around this online learning, um, can it, uh, you know, can someone actually get a job as a developer from doing that? Uh, so we started with our uh, first class and, you know, just kind of in stealth mode. Weren't really too public about it, but we had 45 people who started, 20 who finished. We repeated a few months later, similar sorts of numbers. Um, and then we decided to apply for a grant to, to make it bigger. Um, we had gotten some initial success. Some people had gotten jobs, relatively low cost. We had basically done this for free almost. You know, we were leveraging Treehouse, leveraging spaces. Uh, space at the uh, iHub where people can come together and mentors people who do this professionally were sharing their time with us their very valuable time and coming out to this uh, space one day a week for a couple hours in the evenings when they could be uh, at home with their families uh, sharing that time with people who are really trying to break into the into the field Um, we applied for a grant from Department of Labor we're fortunate enough to receive it they, enc- um, they encouraged us to yep. apply. It was then Secretary of Labor Tom Perez. It was a nice size grant, too. Yes, yeah, $3 million, and we did a lot with the $3 million. So uh, uh, we got a little bit of publicity there, and um, uh, 
we were able to get connected to uh, President Obama's Tech Hire Initiative. And uh, as part of publicizing the Tech Hire Initiative, President Obama uh, came in uh, 2015, early 2015, um, uh, just after we had gotten the grant. And um, just the, you, you can't buy that sort of uh, advertising, especially, for, you know, and getting it for free. So uh, our first class we thought was going to be, you know, 70 or 100 people. Um, and said we had to cap it at 266. We had a just standing room only over at the library uh, of uh, individuals who are coming to the orientation. Uh, we added an unplanned for class in July with another 177 people. And it really hasn't let up. Uh, we're doing, uh, we're running uh, classes in uh, January, May, and September, three months each. Um, tw you know, 12 weeks, three months. Um, and yeah, we uh, are still hitting peaks. The, you know, the momentum has carried on. Uh, we're currently hosting our largest class ever of over 300 people. Um, you know, you think that's the sort of thing that would kind of tail off over time, but word of mouth has gotten out. Yeah, it was just amazing when uh, President Obama came. We, I mean, we were doing pretty good with interest, but yeah. then it just exploded. Remember, I can remember talking, touching base almost every other day. What, what's happening? Well, now we got 200, now 300, 500. Yeah. So. And then, obviously, the uh, course quality has been highly received, or else mm -hmm. we wouldn't keep growing like this. So what does a typical week look like for a Code Louisville student, and how difficult is it? Yeah, so, you know, coding is a sort of thing that it can be learned. It's hard work. I mean, not everyone will want to do it, but if you put in the hard work, you're, you know, it's you can pick it up. The, the coursework in Code Louisville, you know, can be around seven to 10 hours worth of uh, the, the video courses on Treehouse. We encourage a similar amount of time to, to work over and above that on coding. Um, and most folks who come through uh, Code Louisville, you know, are, are working adults. Um, so it's, uh, it's not your typical student, it's someone who's got a job, potentially a family. So they're having to balance all those things. So Code Louisville gives them the opportunity to, to flex it around their schedule but they have to meet those um, kind of weekly targets in order to, to continue on with the program. Because we, we really want people to um, keep making progress and not kind of lag over time. You know, once you start learning, keep on learning. Um, one day during that week, they, they gather together with their fellow classmates and the mentors to um, get questions answered, um, to get feedback from their from the mentors, uh, who can kind of give them a course correction. So there's a, you know, pretty close feedback loop, and um, and even during the week, there's a, an online platform called Slack where you can communicate back and forth. And you know, one of my favorite stories about it is, um, you know, you don't have to wait a full week. There's a student who was working on a project at like two in the morning. She posted uh, her question onto the Slack channel and uh, figuring that hey, I'll, I'll I'll see what the answer is in the morning just so happens her mentor happened to be up doing something else too <laughs> and was able at two or three in the morning to get a question answered. So that sort of um, involvement, you know, where people dedicate time, precious time to not just learn, but to help others learn is what really kind of and makes it's been Code wonderful Louisville go. to see how the number of mentors has just really shot yep. up during this program. What we're at 42 volunteer mentors right yep. now, the folks just coming back to help. So, Tina, you got involved with all this. I mean, how did you, first, what inspired you to do it? This is a mid-career course cor correction, it looks like, for you, or talent development. So tell us a little bit about what 
drew you to Code Louisville? Um, I was a stay-at-home mom, homeschooled my kids, and they were growing up and moving out of the house. And I had uh, gone back to get my college education. And um, that was in the fall of 2014, but then May of 2015, my mother heard about President Obama coming to town making the announcement. And so she was relentless um, and <laughs> basically made me sign up for Code Louisville. And I kept telling her I was going to school full time. I had family obligations and other things outside of that that I do and didn't and think were I you could. you a coder before? Or? No. Okay. I had, I had not ever written any code until I entered Code Louisville's program. And uh, so that was my first, my first go at it. Um, I haven't stopped since. Um, and I can say, uh, as far as the code level program, I could not have the job I have today without it. Even though I have my associate's degree now, it, it would not have prepared me without code level. What did, was it intimidating? I mean, it takes a lot of courage to go from limited tech background to say you're just going to jump into this thing called code Louisville. It was extremely intimidating. It was a lot of hard work and writer's not kidding when he says you have to be dedicated, uh, but it can be done. It absolutely can be done without any type of a tech background. Oh, that's amazing. And now you're with El Toro, rapidly growing company. Yes. Uh, lots of opportunities there, I would suppose. I'm a DevOps engineer there, a junior DevOps engineer. That sounds pretty impressive. I'm excited. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so you could say, I mean, you're an example of somebody that didn't have any technology background and jumped into Code Louisville. Then, there, then I assume there's other folks that are quite a far ways down the path here. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, we've had people with all sorts of backgrounds from GED to PhD, plumber's assistants to math teachers to physicians from other countries. to You name it, it runs a gamut. Code Louisville is Louisville. You know, it's, it's all the faces of Louisville. When I see these absolutely. classes, they're extraordinarily diverse. Yep. Yeah, D diverse in every definition that you can Age, possibly Age, race. Yeah, um, physical uh, disabilities. You know, we recently had a, a woman who's um, hearing impaired, had a, uh, a, a you know, um, sign language interpreter um, come to all the courses and she's working so you know that's again, incredible put in put in the work and it's doable well we want to emphasize too that's all free right i mean yeah how's that work <laughs> yeah so fortunately um yeah so we uh have a, a grant from the the government from uh, the department of labor which is paid for it all um pays for the curriculum for the salaries for the people who organize the whole thing the space and, and everything but um, you, you may not be uh, paying with dollars, but you're definitely paying with sweat. Yeah. And is there a particular profile that you find is successful for someone that attends Code Louisville? And I'll, see, I'll, I'll throw that to you, Tina. Oh. I've mentored as well with Code Louisville, and I have not found that there's a, a particular type of person or personality. Um, it's really something uh, from the heart, I think, that, you know, they're interested you know it's something new um people from music backgrounds do well mm -hmm. people mathematically do well but that's not necessary um creatives do well huh. so let's talk a little bit more about the the skills specific skills you learn and um, you know how is that driven is it driven by the needs of the lo our local workforce saying what they need or give me some tech language here that uh, <laughs> yeah so um 
while the, the basics of writing instructions for a computer and the kind of thought process is the same no matter what language you're using, um, but we are trying to get people jobs. So we do, um, you know, use the, the languages and the technology that companies here hire for. So, you know, anything that you see in a web browser is going to be JavaScript, um, HTML and CSS. Um, you know, there's a bunch of companies that use Microsoft um, uh, technologies like C Sharp and .NET. Um, we've done stuff on mobile with um, iOS and Android. So all those are different la languages and technologies um, that all come together to build the, the software that you use every single day. Well, we've had some great success, it looks like. We've had 821 total graduates so, mm -hmm. so far, 255 people have landed jobs and technology roles mm -hmm. across 150 uh, companies, mm -hmm. and the average wage for graduates placed in the jobs is uh, close to $50,000 annually. Yep. So, so I would imagine for a lot of folks, this is a significant up increase in what they've been doing before. Is that right, Tina? It's absolutely on target. Yeah, so it's got to be inspiring. It's changed my life. Oh, there it you is. go. That's, <laughs> that's the tagline of the program right there. Why it has, has it changed your life? open doors for me that I never knew existed. Um, when I started this, I didn't, I didn't know I would have what it would take. Um, but with this, uh, with the support that comes with, uh, Code Louisville, the mentors, the leaders of Code Louisville, um, the people from Treehouse will, uh, also support you. Uh, the teachers that are online, you can tweet them and a question and they will tweet back to you till your problem is solved. I've had some fabulous mentors that um, I had an internship with last summer. Um, just continually, they still help you. It's it's the tightest community I've ever seen. No, it's really and, gratifying. And, and to think yeah. we have 42 volunteer yeah. mentors like yourself right now. From when mm -hmm. we started, Ryder, we were scratching to find our first couple. Yeah, it's it was going out to, to different meetups and trying to talk people into giving up their time. But um, so it was a lot of... Uh, yeah, a lot of going out and and hand to hand, but over time people just saw the value of it, and it's a really giving community. It's people who like what they do, so they want other people to to share in that. Um, you know, they, they solve problems, right? So what? So what, have you seen any impact on this with uh, our broader civic hacking uh, community here, in terms of new people showing up? I know when I come to some of our hackathons, people say, "I'm in Code Louisville right now." Has it had a material difference? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think uh, the Code Louisville, um, whether it's mentors, graduates, and all sorts of participants have been going out in droves to the, the various meetups, especially things like the uh, civic hacking events. You know, it's a way to give back, a way to sharpen your skills, and, and you know, it's just a great sense of camaraderie. Um, but, yeah, it's people voting with their feet and deciding to spend their time uh, doing this thing that, you know, they may do it for a living, but it's also a thing that they like. Well, they it's like led doing. to some tremendous progress for our city and with our civic hacking that we've got going on, recognition from around the country in terms of some of the things mm -hmm. that we've done together on this. So it's really beautiful to see the community come together in ways that we can here in Louisville. I guess the other thing real quick, it's not uh, it's not Code Louisville, but the Software Guild. We, yep. We're trying to recruit a uh, boot camp to town mm -hmm as well and so software guild stepped up and said they wanted to do that as well it seems like that they're scaling quite nicely as well yeah and that, that's a it was a great um news story you know people learn differently um we knew that going in so even as we we're uh putting code louisville together we we're actively recruiting uh 
you know, a boot camp, and just so happened that you know one of our great local companies, uh, Learning House, had gotten into the business almost at, at the same time as uh, Tech Hire was happening. So um, you know, some people um, think we're competitors, but you know we're we share the same space. Uh, we just serve different people. Um, I mean, similar people. Some people do do both, but. Um, for some folks, Software Guild is the right answer. For other folks, it's Code Louisville. And you know, the, the more people learning, the better. Exactly. So we're proud to have both uh, successful programs mm -hmm. in our community. Na naturally, we want as many uh, tech skill development programs mm -hmm. as we can have with our city. We know that every city in the country has a shortage of tech talent. Mm -hmm. And so we're all in a race uh, with each other. But it's just been tremendous to see what we've done here. Uh, so how does if you want to sign up for Code Louisville, how do you do that? Sure. Nice and easy, go to codelouisville.org. Uh, that's codelouisville.org. Sign up. There's a bit of a wait list. We're a little, little popular, but um, if you meet, uh, um, you know, if you have certain uh, needs, you may be able to go a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit faster. Um, but yeah, the, the best time to sign up is today. Um, if, uh, if you wait, you're just going to be waiting even longer so get your name on the list and that's the best way to uh, to get in as soon as possible yeah no just tremendous demand in the community and for our corporate community as well that's interested in this we'll be looking to uh, expand the program mm -hmm. so we need additional funding as well we're not uh, above ourselves to ask for that so if you're philanthropically minded and want to help advance our tech skills in the community please uh, help us with code louisville so tina i just want to say thank you to you i mean you're a real inspiration on what uh, what has happened. You stepped up. You had the guts to do it, and here you are now as a leader in our community with a great example of what Code Louisville's done. And any final words from you? I just highly encourage anyone who even has the smallest of interest to try it. Just give it a shot. Yeah, it's All worth right. it. Ryder, you've been an incredible leader uh, for our community. Thank you for your service to our country. Before that, but. Thank to see you. the way that you've kind of came along and took this as a mission and tried one thing and didn't work out, yeah. we tried another <laughs> thing, we've you know, kind of perfected it, we scaled it, and you've been a great entrepreneur the way that you've pulled this together. So on behalf of the much. city of Louisville, I want to say good job, Ryder Rodriguez. <laughs> all right, thank you all for joining us for the conversation today. Mayor Fisher speaking with Ryder Rodriguez of Kentuckiana Works and Tina Maddox, a graduate of Code Louisville. You can find out more about the program at codelouisville.org. You can find out more about what the Bayer's doing by following him on social media. He's in constant motion. You can keep up with him on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also subscribe to this podcast, a move we heartily endorse, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Play. Our producer is Joe Lord. I'm Graham Shelby. Thanks for listening to the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast.